Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicksman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And we are going to talk about the NFL season. But before we do that, Matt, ASU Week 1, Kenny Dillingham leading the team against Southern Utah University. ASU, of course, was a 34-point favorite. Uh, failed to cover. Uh, that's, that's true. Look, that's a, that's a five-score favorite. So... It is. Not it shocking is. that we failed to cover, but uh, failed to cover to the tune of a 24-21 victory. Um, yeah, just a weird game. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know that there's really much to take from it, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, they survived, and and that I guess like it could have gone the other way in the second half. Uh, I mean, the second half that was played at you know. But roughly eleven thirty p.m. to one a.m. local uh, time. Not even for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, with a uh, two and a half hour plus weather delay at halftime, um, you know, and and I mean, it wasn't a big crowd to start. The student section was really good. The student section would have been half full after halftime anyway, because that's always how it is for those early season games, especially. Um, I believe I saw a picture that you know looked like there was about you know. 100 people, if that, that were still in the stands for the second half. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not pleased that they got outscored 14-3 after the half and had to hang on for dear life to win. But I am also sort of uh, willing to just, like, push it off to the side and basically say, like, we probably won't play another game like that all year. Uh, so I don't know what to read into it. They, they won. Yeah. And, and that's about as far as I could go with conclusions. Um, nothing super positive, but I don't want to be too negative either because, like, it, it's just such a weird scenario. Yeah, it was a an odd game. They played better the first half. They did. They um, did. I mean, it was 21-7 at the half. It know. felt like a game that they would, you know, pull away and win, you know, 35-10 to 10 in the second half. Mm-hmm. And and obviously that didn't happen, and I you know who knows maybe it wouldn't have anyway, but I just man it's that's not a scenario you're you're gonna face you know too often if ever again this season is a you know a three hour halftime and and playing in front of almost nobody in the second half and playing a team that you should beat easily and uh, you know like it's excuses I, I realize and look we may we may look back in three four weeks and say like whoa. That game told us we were in big trouble. Uh, but for right now, I, I have a hard time reading anything into it, good or bad. So you were choosing not to find it big trouble? Not yet. Not yet. I mean, you know, if I'm if I'm looking at trouble, I'm looking at, you know, some of the teams that we have in the first half of the season that certainly in week one, I think week one slash week zero for USA, although they were supposed to be really good. But... Um, you know, some of these first half games, Fresno State, Cal, and Colorado, all left week one with pretty solid wins. And and so if you're looking at, as I said last week when we did this, like, you know, oh, the first half's easier than the second half, maybe not by that much. Now, it's only one week for them, too. I don't want to go crazy. But some of those opponents looked better than I anticipated they'd be this season. Yeah. No, I, I hear you on that. Um, obviously, the hype machine that is Colorado, that win does not do anything to slow it down. It doesn't. It doesn't. Now, you know, 
word of caution, I guess, in my mind, I try to, you know, try to remember the past. Um, you know, it was what, seven, eight years ago, the Notre Dame, Texas week one game that was like a thriller back and forth. The infamous Joe Tessitore, Texas is back comment when they won in overtime, both teams finished under 500. So the week one thrilling game that we think means a lot sometimes doesn't mean anything. And, you know, TCU was a very lucky team last year, and they also lost a ton from that team. Quarterback, top two running backs, top two receivers, offensive coordinator, uh, you know, NFL draft picks on defense, offensive line. Like, so it's not the same team. So the, you know, oh, Colorado beat the team that beat, lost the national championship game. Well, yeah, minus about, you know, 20 key personnel. Other than that, sure they did. Same jersey. Exactly. And it, look, it's a good win. I don't want to take I mean, they did look good. I watched a lot of it. And, and you know, we talked a few weeks ago, like, well, how is, how is Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter? Like, oh, they've been doing this in HBCU, FCS ball. Like, well, one week says they are up to the challenge of, of you know, Power 5 major conference football. And maybe they will continue to be. I just, I just want to, like put a big old hold on it for right now. I don't want to buy or sell them yet. I want to just kind of see, you know, let's see where the, I mean, I told you coming into our game, they will have played five games. Like I'm going to stick to that. Let's see where they are after those five games and see how good they are at that point. Yeah. But nonetheless, looked better than I would have expected, uh, you know, and Cal put 58 points on North Texas on the road. Granted it's North Texas, but true road game, uh, with your quarterback getting hurt in the first quarter and they roll up 58. Fresno goes on the road and beats Purdue. Like, you know, those are the results. All three of those were like, well, okay, maybe this first half of the schedule is is not as soft as I might have thought. Yeah, or hoped. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. Now, Oklahoma State was rather unimpressive, it looked like. They were up 13-7, you know, late in the third quarter, ended up winning, I think, 27-13. But, you know play central Arkansas at home. Like they didn't, they didn't do anything that scared me. Um, but yeah, the games after that, I mean, USC is, is USA. They appear to be what we thought. Um, and then the other teams in that game, three through six stretch all looked better than I thought at the start of the season. Doesn't mean that will stay that way, but week one, they did. Yeah. Um, I guess looking around the college football landscape, uh, the Florida State win last night appears to probably be the biggest statement. I think so. Of the first I think, week. yeah. I mean, given that I I watched a lot of it, and I thought they were pretty significantly outplayed in the first half and were lucky to only be down by three, and it, it felt like a game that, you know, they'd end up losing by a couple touchdowns, and they just dominated them in the second half. Um, and, you know, looked looked good on defense, certainly – Offensively, I didn't didn't do anything to shake my Heisman pick. I'll say that after one week, I, I picked Jordan Travis, and I'm not moving off it after one week. Um, uh, so yeah, very solid win for them. And and uh, you know, the pattern. I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to matter. There's some more games this week, but not a great opening week for the SEC in in premier competition. They went one and three in their games against other Power Five teams, and the one was Virginia, who's probably one of the worst power five teams, uh, you know, certainly lower, lower tier ACC, I would think. Yeah. But, you know, North Carolina beats South Carolina pretty, pretty comfortably. Uh, Utah handled Florida 
pretty easily with without Cam Rising, without Keithy, uh, you know, and, and was up twenty four to three in the fourth quarter. Gave up a late score, made it look a little better, but but uh, yeah, not a great start for the SEC. We'll see. I still think they're going to have plenty of good teams and probably one or two playoff teams. But week one wasn't a great showing for them, and it was a great showing for the, the soon to be dead Pac twelve. 13 and 0 through through two somewhat weeks of the season. One full week, one portion of a week. Yeah. No, it's uh look, this will be the year where we'll win a title uh for the conference. Now, here's the problem with having so many, you know, what appears to be so many good teams like can one or two emerge? Cuz that's the problem. You know, if if you have six good teams and they beat each other up and your conference championship game is 10 and 2 versus 9 and 3, you're still left out of the playoff, probably. So, and we'll see. We'll see how the hierarchy shapes up. But, uh, you know, USC, Washington, Oregon, uh, they're not struggling to put points on the board. Uh, or, I mean, Oregon put up 81 on Portland State. Uh, you know, Washington handled Boise very comfortably. So, it's a, it's a tough conference, it appears. Oregon State looked good yesterday. Going on the road to San Jose State, handled, handled them very easily. So, yeah, it, it's it's kind of sad that the conference appears to maybe have one of its best crops of teams as it all crumbles right afterward. Yeah, and uh, obviously we saw the ACC uh, is going to take Stanford and Cal. That's true, yeah. That's happened since we last talked, yeah. So yeah. The, the Pac-12 is now just Washington State and Oregon Jumps State. Two. Yeah, and yeah, my, so, yeah. So my presumption, based on the limited things I've read and seen, the name has more cachet than Mountain West, um, but I think it's going to wind up being the Mountain West commissioner and the Mountain West so teams yeah, uh, yeah, in exchange for the name. It, yeah, it very well might be. And, and, you know, that could be a solid conference. It's not going to be viewed as a power conference. Um, I mean, people can... People can say what they like. Oh, you know, I, I watched a little Oregon State yesterday, and like, well, they've proven they're a Power Five team. And like, yeah, right now they are, um, and they are a good team, and I think they're going to be this year. But uh, they still don't, you know, carry a lot of cachet. Neither does Washington State. Um, and, you know, fair or unfair, that's just the way it is. Like, you know, unless Oregon State wins the national championship this year, which I don't think they're going to. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, something to like, oh man, this conference, we really got to take them seriously with the Mountain West plus Oregon State and Washington State. But we're not going to. No. No, not at all. Uh, and yeah, I think uh, uh, I think George yeah. Klyavkov is going to be out of a job as soon as there are people probably, who can vote probably. for that. He'll, he'll uh, probably land on his feet with another Vegas resort job or something like that. You yeah. know, uh, count his money and... Uh, I don't know. It's you not, know, like it's not his fault entirely, but he's it's just, not. It's not, but he bears some blame for it. Yeah. I think. I mean, you know, it's it. It reminds you a little bit of like when a when a coach gets fired, and the next coach comes in, and three years into that next coach, it's still bad. It's like, well, how long can we continue to blame the past coach for everything? You know, you you got to take some responsibility. Um, oh yeah, I think that's kind of what the Pac-12 is. Like the the previous coach president, whatever, commissioner, uh, is the reason that we're here. But the new guy hasn't made any of the right moves to try to fix the problems. No, I, I mean, the chance to save it was apparently the ESPN deal where they offered 30, yeah. and then yeah. some school president 
TBD, I think still, uh, had a, had a stats professor total it up and say that, no, the offer should be 50. And it's like, no, that's, that's not going to do it. TBD probably lives somewhere in the Phoenix area though. Yeah. And, and that stats professor probably works at ASU. Yeah. And probably doesn't know anything about sports. Yeah. And, you know, was given some raw data and said, come up with some numbers. So that's just my guess, uh, is that it certainly feels like that. I mean, it's one out of 12, but I think more realistically, it's about a 75% chance that president is Michael Crow. Yeah. Um, and then he didn't, he didn't kill the conference. He wanted the conference to stay together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm sure in a way he did, uh, but, you know, the decisions that he drove, uh, you know, is a big reason that we're here. It's it's a shame. It really is. I mean, I was at the ASU game Thursday night for the game. And, you know, there's just the little things that put it into focus. I mean, I know it's coming, but, you know, the PA guy is on saying, you know, don't, don't fans, you know, don't miss next week when future Big 12 conference foe Oklahoma State is in town. And I, I mean, I know that's the case, but I hearing it was just like, wow, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, very weird. I mean, it just, it's going to be, it's going to be so weird as this season unfolds. And certainly as next season, you know, starts to, you know, we go through spring ball and all that stuff. And we get the schedule, the weirdness, the schedule is going to be weird. The schedule. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm so used to, you know, looking at the schedule. Okay. Are we going to have USC or not this year? Are we going to have Oregon or not this year? We got, you know, like we're not going to play those teams anymore. And, and, you know, to think that like, well, maybe I could make a road trip to Stanford and see, you know, Wake Forest. Like, I mean, yeah. I, okay, I, I, some of it intrigues me, and yet some of it I feel like it's just not—it's not natural because right? it's not. Uh, I, I mean, it just—it doesn't make any sense. But we're here. Uh, I give credit to—I don't know how much football you got to watch this weekend, but the Dr Pepper commercials about, you know, the, this season and how you know and. I mean, they, they deal with it right, you know, they joke about it, but, you know, like, the one girl, you know, why are you leaving? And, the uh, like, it's it's about TV revenue. You wouldn't understand. Like, I give credit yeah. to them. Like, they're they're dealing with it head on, at least in a humorous fashion. Yeah. Um, well, let's, uh, let's pivot now. Let's talk about the NFL. Yes, uh, which, the- will, which will still feel the same in 2024, but we'll, we'll deal with 2023. But I guess before we do that, very quickly, uh, let's do our Oklahoma State game picks. Oh, yes. Um, Yes, okay. I feel feel like we're not going to win. But I think it's going to be close. I'm going to say 27-17 Oklahoma State. Okay. Well, I'm going to... You know, we talked on the day of the bullpen announcement, and I changed my game-by-game pick to have us losing to Oklahoma State. Since then, I've decided to go back to what I had before on that and, and again, wasn't dissuaded by what I saw from Oklahoma State. Now, this this may be, I'm going to say it, this may be the last time I pick ASU to win game week all year, depending on how things go. But I'm going to pick ASU to get a win. I think, you know, it's a Saturday night. There's going to be a little bit more emotion in the stadium, a little bit more intensity. Uh, you get a little riled up, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a uh, uh, 24 to 20. We win. All right. Well, I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. Like I said, could be the last time. I mean, looking ahead, depending on how things shake out, 
this might be the final time of 2023 I pick ASU on the week of the game. I hope not, but, uh, uh, you know, might as well try it once and see what happens. Okay, so now, now that the business uh, is done, let's talk about the NFL 2023 season. Uh, we'll go through each division. We will yes. go into the playoffs, and we will ultimately tell you who is going to win, saving you the trouble of watching the games yourself. That's right, that's right, yes. Uh, I but want, if you want to watch, you, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, sure. We, like we it, might, it might have fantasy implications. Right, right. It's possible we could be wrong. I mean, two years ago, I did have the Rams. So I, I have been right recently. Last year, I was not right, though. I am traditionally wrong, uh, and will continue to be this year. We'll see. We'll let's, see. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the most intriguing conference in all of football, the AFC East. I think it is, yeah, yeah. So you've got Buffalo, who seem to be the class of the conference. You've got Miami, where maybe people are healthy, and other than their running back room, yeah. uh, and then you've got the Jets, who have added the top running back and quarterback from the NFC North. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, added a lot. We're, you know, I mean, if you take the Jets of last year, and you tell me you got the same the same health, the same production, and you add Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook, that's a playoff team. I, I think pretty easily. The question is, you know, do, can you can you do the same as last year? You know, like they had such poor quarterback play. If they got just average quarterback play, they'd probably win 10 or 11 games last year and make playoffs. That's, I think, you know, they're banking on better than that, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think Buffalo is still the, the cream of the division. You know. They are coming into the season. Um, I like Buffalo, but I, I do worry a little bit about you know, like some teams get close and then they get over the hump and some teams get close and the, the inner turmoil start, you know, I, I got worry a little bit about the Stefan Diggs drama. Um, you know, they, they took a step back last year, losing at home in the playoffs, really a non-competitive loss to Cincinnati. Um, you know, I, I, I'm nervous about them. I have them as a playoff team. I do not have them win at the division though. Okay. Um well let's let's start there. I have it Buffalo, Miami, New York, New England. Um, okay. I have Buffalo not getting a bye, but winning the East. Okay. I've got Miami in the playoffs. I I I feel like this second year with uh McDaniel, they're <laughs> they're just gonna be Firing on all cylinders. And I think the combination of Waddle and Hill is just going to be too much in a lot of ways. And as long as Tua can stay healthy. Which is a a big asterisk. Uh, You know, I'll concede that. You know, I love Tua, but, you know, it is. Um, But, hey, you're you're preaching to the choir because I said I had Buffalo not winning the division. That's because I have Miami winning the division. Um, it, I'm not going Jets on this. I'm, I'm going Miami, and, and then I got Buffalo second, so we go just opposite order of the top two. But I have Miami in the playoffs, not getting the number one seed by, but but you know, may, winning the division. Um, Buffalo as a wild card. I do not have the Jets. I have the Jets third. Debated them for a wild card with some other teams. Ultimately, just just like a little hesitant 
on if things start to go south so they turn real south. Does Aaron um, Rodgers play 65% of the snaps, though? I think so. I think so. I'd be, I mean, uh, you know, obviously you never know it's a significant injury, but he hasn't been terribly injury-prone in his career. I know he had the, the one year with the collarbone injury, missed a lot of time. Yeah. But uh, I think so. But I, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those, like, when you have this sort of dream team feel, and, and, you know, and I know nobody's calling it that. They're not making the Eagles mistake of 2011. But, you know, you add it, and it's like, well, everything's going to be great. Like, boy, they, I mean, the drama could come as soon as week one. They lose at home to Buffalo in week one. It's going to be, you know, oh, you're not up to the task. What have you done? Mm-hmm. You know, who's to blame? Um, and, and so there's going to be a point of drama this year. I don't see them going 15 and two and just having smooth sailing. And I just wonder if they're built for that. Uh, you know, I guess that that's the part of me that is a little hesitant with them. There does appear to be drama kind of all over the league and we'll talk about it throughout, but yes, I, I think they are not perfect. Uh, and no, I think no, I think Aaron Rodgers line questions. Yeah, uh, you know, and and again, can you, you know, can you replicate the defensive success of last year? They were great defensively, but what if you have a key guy get injured or two? What if Sauce Gardner gets injured? What if Quinn and Williams gets injured? You know, like you just because you had it last year doesn't mean it repeats the next year. We see it all the time. Look at, I mean, I just mentioned the Rams. Twenty twenty one, everything went well. They won the Super Bowl. Twenty twenty two, everything went bad. And they win five games. So, you know, like it's it's hard to keep things going year to year and keep it exactly the same. Yeah. So I got them third, and then I, I do have the Patriots fourth. Like you, I, I mean, I'm hesitant saying that because there's a part of me that thinks that the Patriots will hang around 500 and that somebody in this division could really bottom you know, like somebody yeah. just starts to like like the Broncos last year, where just everything goes bad and they finish four and thirteen. Um, I don't think the Patriots will finish four and thirteen, but I think they could finish last at eight and nine, maybe. Yeah, I think they're like you know probably a seven and ten type. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Belichick's not going to let his team bottom out and go three and fourteen or four and thirteen. I just don't see that. You know, like they're yeah. they're going to be in it to the end. It's going to be, you know, mid-December. It'll be like, well, if the Patriots win their last two, they could get a wild card. I don't think they will, but they'll they'll hang in there. Yeah. Uh, let's move to the AFC North. So you Another got a really tough division. I feel like yeah, all four teams like playoff expectations going into the year. And and so for me, I start with the coaching, and the what have you done for me lately? So mm-hmm. so Tomlin obviously. Great coach. Harbaugh, great yeah. coach. Mm-hmm. You know, Taylor has proven it. So that, that to me, puts Cleveland at the bottom. When yeah. You, when you go... I mean, in the coaching realm, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not hard-pressed to argue that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but two then, of them have Super Bowl rings, and the other one has been to a Super Bowl. So, at, yeah. At, but then you flip it, and you go to quarterback, and Pittsburgh, I think, is on the bottom. I think yeah. so, too, although I am a little... Uh, I mean, I'm a little hesitant to read too much into preseason, but boy, Kenny Pickett looked really good in the preseason. I, no. I know it's just preseason, and you're, you know, sometimes you're playing, you know, CFL de- defenses, but like, he looked really good. Maybe we're underselling him. I agree with you that I think he is of the four. I mean, just because you've got, you've got a, you know, a former MVP 
Uh, you've got, you know, Burrow, who's been close to an MVP, Watson, who's been close to an MVP. It's hard to put Pickett anywhere but fourth. But that doesn't mean he will be fourth. Like, he, he might be pretty good. Yeah. Tough division. Really is. I, I struggled with this one a fair amount. Ultimately, I opted for Cincinnati to win again. Baltimore second in the playoffs. Pittsburgh third. Cleveland fourth. We're not that different then. Okay. I went I went Cincinnati first, and I have Cincinnati as the one seed. Um, oh, yeah, that, I do too. I should have said that. I do too. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I got Cincinnati as the top seed. Uh, I got Baltimore second, making the playoffs. I got Cleveland third, also making the playoffs. I got them as my final wild card. And then I got Pittsburgh fourth. But much like New England, you know, I feel like Pittsburgh is, is going to win – eight or nine games. I mean, the the numbers out there, Tomlin's never had a losing season. So, I I mean, it's one of those where somebody's going to be bad, you'd think, in the AFC, but I I don't know that it's going to be in the East or the South, or the North, I mean. I I mean, I I think you could have all eight of those teams be eight-plus wins when it's all said and done. Yeah. I I agree. I I don't have much of an argument on the Cleveland-Pittsburgh at the bottom you know, which order. Um, but I, I debated do... the Jets, Cleveland, and, and the Broncos for my last playoff spot. I'll, I'll say that. Those were the three that I was kind of, and I, and I could have my arm twisted to go the other ways, but I, uh, you know, I just, I think Cleveland, Cleveland last year was such a like, ah, just kind of get through the season, get Deshaun Watson back, see what happens. Um, I think there's pressure on them. I think they know there's pressure on them. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with them to answer the bell just a bit. Um, let's, let's pivot to the South where a lot of meh, but I think the Jaguars are my pick to win the South. I, I, I have that too. I mean, they won it last year, kind of coming from, coming from out of nowhere and, you know, going into December, I think they were three games back and they got hot and tights went ice cold and they beat them at the end. Um, you know the Titans still. I know the Titans added DeAndre Hopkins, but I'm not. I'm not sold. That makes that much of a difference. They, they still. I don't think have much of an offense. Um, and I think you know the Jags in year two with Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence getting better, getting Calvin Ridley back. Um, I, I think they should win the division. Not not running away, but comfortably. I think the Titans are the only threat. Houston and Indy feel like they're both in. You know they're in year one of a rebuild. New coach, rookie quarterback. Like, we might see some promise there, but I don't think anything that, you know, playoff contention. I think if, if they win six games and, and the rookie quarterback plays well and stays healthy, you feel like it was a solid year and you're building something. Yeah, I only have the Jags in the playoffs from this division. Me too. Yeah, yeah, I got the Jags winning, winning the division, getting my four seed, um, and then... I'll go Tennessee second, but I don't have them really as a threat for a wild card. And then I'll say I'll say Houston three and Indy four just because of the Jonathan Taylor drama. And I'm still leery on Anthony Richardson being an opening day starter. I said it right after the draft. Nothing's changed my mind yet. I don't know that he's ready for that. And I, I worry that they're going to ruin him by putting him out there before he's ready. Yeah. Um. 
Moving to the AFC West, I obviously have two playoff spots still available for the winner in a wild card. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs to win it, the Chargers as my wild card, and then I'm going to go Denver over Vegas, although I was tempted to pick Jimmy G. Uh, I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I've only got one uh, since I took two from the north. Um, I've got to be in Kansas City. Uh, I think, you know, that kind of fooled me one situation. Like last year, it was like, oh, man, yeah, this division's really tough. Uh, you know, and Kansas City won it comfortably. And I, I'm in that same boat this year. That Like, yeah, you could make an argument for the other three teams, especially Denver and the Chargers. But it's, you know, as long as Kansas City has Andy Reid, Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you know, feels like they're going to win plenty of games, be in the playoffs. Um, I've got Denver, too. I told you I thought about them for the playoffs. And, you know, yeah. I, I think I think Sean Payton makes a big difference. I, I You know, I know Aaron Rodgers loves Nathaniel Hackett, and Nathaniel Hackett may be an excellent offensive coordinator. I think it was pretty darn clear he was way in over his head as a head coach. And now they have a, they have a head coach. They have a, you know, like, say what you want about Payton. He's egotistical, all that. He is, but he's a good head coach. He knows what he's doing. Um, and on that same note, like that's why I'm down on the Chargers. I feel like they should have moved on from Brandon Staley after the playoff collapse. Not because he's a bad coach. I think he's a serviceable NFL coach, but that was just a, they, you know, the meltdown at the end of the year in that playoff game, I think it has a hangover all year. And, and I think they end up making a change this year. Uh, after the season or, or even during the season. So I've got them three, and I've got the Raiders four. Okay. Um, just, just a little leery of the Chargers uh, doing, you know, Charger things, basically, kind of what they always do. Yeah. Uh, for the playoffs, I have, obviously, we established same first-round buys. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati, yep. I have the Bills going over the Chargers. So you got Bills as two seed, Chargers yeah. as seven? Yeah, sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go in, in order. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. So I've got Bills, my two, over the Chargers. I've got Baltimore advancing over Jacksonville. Okay. And then I've got the Chiefs. Uh so it's the Chiefs are my three, Bal- or, uh, Baltimore was my five, sorry. So I did go gotcha. out of order even though I said I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> so then I right, have... So you got you got Cincinnati one, Buffalo two, Chiefs three. three. Yeah, Jacksonville four. Jacksonville four. And then your wild cards are in what? Baltimore five, who was six? Uh, six was the uh, Dolphins. Dolphins, okay, right. And then Chargers seven. Um, Chargers seven. So then I have that. That gets me Chiefs Bills at Buffalo and okay. Baltimore Cincy at Cincy. I'm going Buffalo and Cincy. My one and two. Okay. Uh, and then I've got Buffalo riding the ship the year All after right. they were supposed to to make the Super Bowl. I like it. I like it. Well, we're not terribly different uh that's why i was trying to follow your order because it's not that much different than mine i've got cincy one i've got miami two so my east champion is the two i got kc three and i got jacksonville four uh i got baltimore as the five playing jacksonville and just like you i've got baltimore beating jacksonville in the first round 
I've got Buffalo as my six going to Kansas City. So you had it around later. Yeah, I've got it as the first round, and I've got Buffalo upsetting Kansas City in Kansas City. Nice. And then I've got Miami beating Cleveland in the two seven. So that that puts me with Miami hosting Baltimore and Cincinnati hosting Buffalo. And like you, I've got Buffalo beating Cincinnati at Cincinnati to get to the AFC title game one round yeah. earlier. I've got Miami over Baltimore. So that gives me an all AFC East AFC title game. And I've got the Miami Dolphins getting back to the Super Bowl for the first time since the early days of Dan Marino defeating the Bills, winning the AFC. That's exciting. So I've got a similar thought of Buffalo, you know, a little bit of revenge tour, going to Kansas City, going to Cincinnati, and they get right to the edge. And then Miami, which beat them in the regular season too, beats them in the postseason. Um, okay, I, I love it. Let's let's flip to the NFC. Uh, let's start in the NFC East, where the Eagles are, I think, the prohibitive favorite again. I think you got to say, yeah. I mean, they, they won it last year, and they got to the Super Bowl, and they, they didn't lose much, and they added, you know, some intriguing pieces in the draft. Uh, they love their Georgia defensive guys. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say they deserve that title. Uh, you've got a, a new look Dallas Cowboys with Trey Lance as the backup and, and no Ezekiel Elliott. Um, yeah, yeah. then you've got the Giants, Saquon, Daniel Jones, the, the Daniel Jones hype machine seems to be starting up. I, I yeah, noticed. I mean, you know, they made the playoffs last year and, and Jones had his best year and I, I, don't have them in the playoffs again this year, but I don't have them like crumbling. Uh, I just, you know, I came up with other teams essentially, but you know, I, I think, I think they'll be good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think they're great. I think maybe a little bit of a step back just because they were kind of a team that won a lot of close games last year, had a little bit of, a little bit of magic to them. And I think maybe that wears off in, in, you know, the second year with this core. Yeah. Um, so I got the Eagles in again. Um, I go Eagles, Giants, Commanders, Dallas. I think the bottom Ooh. kind of falls out on Dallas this wow. year. Wow! All right. Um, well, that, there's a there's a difference. We're probably going to have more differences in the NFC. I feel like I feel like the NFC is is harder beyond the top teams to fill out your playoff bracket. Uh, I had a you know I took a couple of reaches. I'm going to admit it, but um, okay. So I got I got Eagles as well. I got that, but I got Dallas too. And as a wild card, I think I think there's still so much talent there that that I think they make it. But I'm I'm you know I'll listen to your argument that maybe it does fall apart. Um, and then I got Giants three and Washington four. I'm, I'm a little I'm still a little on the fence on the Sam Howell. Like maybe he's really good. Maybe this is the answer. But I'm not quite sold after just one start. I uh, I will give you my quick take. Okay. When, when they were on. Uh, hard knocks. We found out how close Dak and Zeke are on and off True. the field. True. So you let Zeke go. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Then you bring in Trey Lance and you cut the guy from the quarterback room who he liked, Will Green. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I just feel like you're you're setting up for an angry quarterback. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And he's coming into contract negotiations again, which is hard to believe because I feel like we just did this dance with him, like 
a year ago. I know it was more than that, but it feels very recent that we were doing the Dak contract drama, and now we're headed for it again. So, uh, you know, that's that's interesting. I, I'm intrigued. Do you have uh, do you have the Giants or, or Washington as a wild card, or just one team? Uh, just the Giants. Just the Giants. Just the Giants. Okay. You, how about so you do have the Giants making the playoffs? I have the Giants in the playoffs. Um, okay. Give yeah. me your NFC North while I contemplate how sad I am. My NFC North, well, I'm going I'm going with the team that's the favorite, and I think they, they deserve to be the favorite. I'm going with the Lions. Uh, I mean, they finished they finished the year strong. I know the Vikings won it last year, um, you know, but I just don't see the Vikings having the same magic this year. I, I actually have the Vikings last in the North this year. I got the Lions one. I got the Bears two, and I'm taking the Bears to make the playoffs. That's one of my reaches. I got the Packers three, not quite making the playoffs, but having a good year. But things aren't going to fall apart, I don't think. And then I got the Vikings four. That makes me feel okay. Um, it also makes me feel okay about my picks. Okay. So, I I went the same way exactly. Okay. And okay. I'm I yeah, and I. I'm surprised because I thought that you would pick Green Bay to finish last and that that on its no. own was me just going to be reaching. <laughs> no, um, no, 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 no. I, 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 think, I think the Vikings are kind of like they want to rebuild a bit. They made some moves this year letting Dalvin Cook go. I, you know, It's almost like they're kind of wanting to start fresh, young quarterback, all that. They couldn't quite do it because they won 13 games last year. But mm-hmm. I think this year, you know, the magic ends. Their defense still isn't very good. Uh, you know, Cousins is a solid quarterback. He's not bad, but he's not great. I think we know who he is by now. Um, and, and yeah, I just think that they regress. But I'm I'm set on the Lions. I mean, I, maybe I'm going to get burned. I've been burned before. Uh, but, man, I just can't, I can't help but be impressed with how they finished the year last year. And, and I just think Dan Campbell's the right guy for that job. It just feels like they're match yeah. made in heaven. Yeah, I so I don't have the Bears making the playoffs, but I have the okay. I have the Lions being very very good. Um, okay. Partly because of what we've talked about with like, you know, the rest of the you know the Vikings efforts yeah. and and the Packers just look it's new and they're gonna be. They're like a year ahead of the Vikings on this rebuild. I, I think so. Yeah, I think it's like you they're going to have a new quarterback this year, and they're going to have new running backs next year. And the Vikings yeah, are kind of doing yeah. it in reverse. Exactly, and it, I mean it calls to mind. I know the comparisons are lazy in some ways, but they're also easy. You know, Aaron Rodgers' first year as a starter, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. He had a fine year, but I think they went like seven and nine or eight and eight, something like that. You know, I think it's yeah. going to be something like that. I think Jordan Love will have some nice moments. He'll have some first-year starter moments. Um, and, uh, you know, I think at the end of the year, you'll still feel like, okay, he's the quarterback going forward, and we can, we can you know, continue to build around him rather than looking to move off of him. Yeah. Um, I, I think that you are right. I, I, what I'm hoping for as a fan is that I come out of this year feeling like, Hey, look, we're we're pointed in the right direction. Yeah, this is yeah, and it's I think fine. that will be the case. I do. I think. I mean, okay, you know, they didn't make the playoffs last year, so it's not like not making the playoffs is a, a huge step back. And I hope people keep that in perspective. 
in a way with him. Like, you know, this was a team that went, what, 8-9 last year, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, they were 4-8. and eight, They won four in a row to give themselves a chance. Um, uh, you know, but they weren't a great team last year. And now you got a guy who's made one career start. Like, there's, there's likely to be some struggles here and there, but I think he'll play well. Um, and, and, you know, yeah, I got him finishing around 500, you know, being in the mix. But, but yeah, I went with the Bears as a wild card. I, again, I, to me, I had a hard time with obvious picks for the last two wild cards in the NFC. Dallas was my one that I settled on quickly. The Bears were one that I took a, took a leap on. Um, I think, you know, second year of Justin Fields with this, this you know, approach, they've got better receivers. Uh, I think it'll be a, you know, he's not second year overall, I should clarify, third year, but second year is the full-time guy. Um, but I think he takes a big leap forward. I don't have him as an MVP candidate. I'm not going that far. But I think you see him progress a lot. Yeah. Um, so for me, I don't have the Bears making the playoffs. So you just have Detroit. Just Detroit. And that's yeah. part of why I have them uh, fighting for the one seed overall. Is I gotcha. think that they're, gotcha. Gotcha. I think they're going to potentially sweep the North, uh, okay. which goes a long okay. way toward that. It would, yeah, yeah. So I, I will say I do. I have not given my one seed in the NFC yet. I have the Eagles and Lions as the division winners, like you, but I don't have either one of them getting the one. I don't either. Um, and obviously, I have the Giants uh, in the playoffs. I'm still waiting on my two other Come. playoff teams. Come. Uh, let's move Dallas and the Bears. Let's move to the South. Okay. And it's a lot of new. There's there's Bijan in Atlanta. There's uh, new quarterbacks for New Orleans and Carolina. And Tampa. And Tampa. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, I mean it's uh, yeah, new new coach in Carolina. Um, Yeah, I mean it's a division that. I remember right. I think everybody finished within a game of each other last yeah. year. I think Tampa was eight nine. The other three teams all finished seven and ten. So uh, you know, it's it, it was very tightly bunched. I kind of think it will be again. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody's going to win thirteen, and I don't think anybody's going to lose thirteen. I think it's going to be you know pretty pretty close to the wire. Um, and for me, this is my homer pick. Um. My offensive rookie of the year is going to carry the Atlanta Falcons to an NFC South title. Well, I got him as offensive rookie of the year too. We'll we'll do our other awards, but I I mean I think I said that after the draft, and I haven't changed my mind one bit. Uh, yeah. He hasn't gotten hurt, so besides that, I wasn't going to change my mind. I got Bijan too. Uh, so you got him winning the division. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I wasn't I I wasn't prepared to go that far, um, but I'm also taking I'm not taking Tampa to repeat the division, uh, although they barely won it last year. I'm, I'm going with a, another, I guess, a little bit of a surprise. I'm going Carolina. I think, I think you know, rookie quarterbacks, sometimes they, you know, usually one of them, like, has a really good year. I know I'm picking Bijan to win Rookie of the Year, and I am. But I think Bryce Young has a good year. I think Carolina wins the division. Okay. I like it. Um, I... They weren't far off last year, you know, so they – yeah, they have the number one pick, but they were a game off from winning the division last season. So I, I think it's there for them. Yeah, I'm going with Atlanta. I just think, you know, you have a first-round tight end last year, first-round running back yeah. this year. I, I just think the offense is going to be very good. 
in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it should, and they, you know, they spent some money too in the offseason. I mean, they, yeah. they had a lot of money to spend. They got Calais Campbell. Uh, then they get the safety from the Bengals, Jesse Bates, I believe. Yeah. Like, they made some impact additions, um, weren't far off last year. I, you know, wouldn't surprise me. I guess my, my one hesitancy with them is I'm, I'm not quite yet ready to buy on Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Maybe I will. Maybe five games into the year, I'll think like, "Wow, this guy's pretty good," and i i should have I should have seen this coming from them. But that's my one leeriness with them is just I came down for me to, and it's a lazy analysis in a way. But but what quarterback do I do I like the best? Do I trust the most? Weirdly, I'm going to take the guy who's never started an NFL game. <laughs> um, but, but I I don't you know Derek Carr with the Saints is intriguing. Because at times in his career, he's looked like a you know top five, ten quarterback. Yeah, and he gets to play indoors. He gets to play for his old head coach, Dennis Allen. Uh, you know, there's there's you know Michael Thomas is apparently healthy. Believe that when I see it. But apparently, um, you know, there's there's something there. But they're also kind of an old team. Just don't know if I trust them. Uh, I do not like Tampa much this year at all. Tampa's my last place team in this division. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. I think Todd Bowles probably is on the hot seat and would surprise me if he gets fired before the season ends. Um, so I, I'll go I'll go Carolina 1, I'll go Atlanta 2, New Orleans 3, Tampa Bay 4. No so, wild cards from there, though, for me. Just Carolina. So I go Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina, Tampa. Okay. Um, also, no wild cards, which tips my hand a little bit. You got, you got three from the West, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So when we go to the West, let me let me explain. Okay. I think that the Cardinals are going to be very, very, very bad. Uh, those those words are music to my ears. You know that. So I, I think I they are going you. to be very bad. So yeah. I think everyone else is getting two wins right there. Okay. I got to say, I mean, I'm seeing who you're going to pick to make the playoffs, at least to make it, and that's one of my picks. And I didn't think you'd have them. So keep going, but it's very obvious that you have to be picking this team. So. so I have the Niners to win the West. Me too. Me too. Um, and they're my number one seed. I assume they're yours. They are. Uh, based on what you said before. <laughs> so. I think that the the CMC trade last year mm-hmm. may have been the best bit of in-season business a team has done that I can remember. Yeah, yeah, no. he's such a good fit for them. Just That's like, what I'm saying. Like, you know, yeah. he does, Shanahan knows how to use his running backs and and, yeah. and his fullbacks, and yeah. he splits them out wide, and he does these things. And then he gets the guy who caught 100 balls one year. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, it just, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, they've got these, like, just the little, like, McCaffrey, Debo, George Kittle, the way you can use them in different ways. You know, it just feels like such a tough offense to stop. And I mean, I still like he had a really good year last year. I think Ayuk has an even better year this year. Yeah, I think he. You know, so yeah. I mean, I I, I have a little bit of uh, what's the term? Maybe not hesitancy, but a little bit of caution on Brock Purdy. I like Brock Purdy, but yeah. he started what like six or seven games, um, and a little and bit he blew like, out his elbow. He did. He, yeah. So how does he come back from that? And like, is he really that good? Like, I, I mean, I, I hope he is. I'm not rooting against him. I guess it's just my thought of like, did we did we rush to proclaim him the answer? 
they they moved on from Trey Lance. I, you know, that's a discussion we could have at another time, maybe of like how how the Trey Lance thing. You know, four four starts and and you're done with him. It still kind of makes me scratch my head a little bit, but. You know, I guess I'm a little leery, but obviously not that leery because I'm picking him to be the one seed. Um, but I guess it's just my my one little trepidation is like I agree with you. I love their weapons. It's it's up to Brock Purdy to continue to play well to take advantage of all those. And see, for me, where where I found comfort is Kyle Shanahan's track record with quarterbacks who've been with him for more than a year. That's true. That's true. Is outstanding. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And I just think he's like, if he decided that this guy gets it for his system, then who am I to argue? No, I agree. I agree, yeah. Yeah, I mean, now now one could argue that Kyle Shanahan did not uh, do a good job with Trey Lance. And that they, you know, um, I mean, I think think it's an easy argument actually to make. But but you're right. He's, you know, the quarterbacks who played for him, Matt Ryan, when he was an coordinator, Garoppolo, Mm-hmm. And, you know, with healthy, they've had success uh, and they've won a lot. So, yeah, I, and I, you know, you said it. I mean, you know, McCaffrey and all, all the way. And the defense is really good. I assume they get it done with Nick Bosa. I know he hasn't been at camp and, you know, but I think they'll figure that out. Even if it takes a week or two into the season, they'll get him there. He'll be great. Um, so, yeah, I got them as the one seed and winning the division. But give me your give me the rest of your division picks. So then... I got the Seahawks two and in, okay. and then and I think that's just I, I think Gino has shown us enough to believe. And they look, Trent Lockett is the most consistent receiver who no one cares about. No, I agree. You know? I agree. I mean, I think with you know Lockett, Metcalf, and and if they get a healthy year out of out of Jackson Smith and Jigba, that's yeah. a great receiver group. Man, yeah, that is really tough. Um, and I, you know, I like their running backs too with Walker and Charbonnet they got from UCLA. So I'm, I'm with you on that. And then I, I have the Rams in, they're my seven. Um, I just think like, it's a bounce back. Like, like you said before, everything that kind of could go wrong did go wrong. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. That's, that's my last wild card. I got them second. On the same theory that, like, no, I just I'm not sure they're as I'm not sure they're as bad as as it looked last year. They had a ton of injuries, um, and I mean I'm a little worried about Cooper Cup being injured again already and probably missing time, and that concerns me. But you know I think there's still something there, and they they added a lot of young guys, and maybe maybe that fresh approach. Having I mean I think they have 14 rookies. I think it was the most of anybody on the 53. Like. Yeah. Maybe that's exactly what they needed. They needed to shake things up, and I, I think that'll do it. Um, so let me run through my playoffs here. I've got the Eagles as my two, beating the Rams. Okay. I've got Detroit as my three, beating the Giants. Okay. And I've got Seattle as my five, beating the Falcons. Okay. So that gives me Niners, Seahawks. I'm taking the Niners. Okay. And then that gives me Detroit, Philly. I'm taking Philly. We get another Philly-Niner matchup, except this time the Niners. So I have 
Niners, Bills, Super Bowl rematch. Okay. Chris Berman, yes. <laughs> uh, Chris Berman special. All right. All right. Well, and, and quickly, I should say, you said it. Uh, I'll go back before I give you my playoffs. I have Niners, Rams, Seahawks. I don't have the Seahawks making the playoffs. Pain me a little to leave them out, but I did. And then I certainly have the Cardinals last yeah. and have that no matter what. I hope you're right. I hope they're terrible. hope they go 0-17. They seem, they they seem like they're, they're kind of trying to. Maybe. I don't think they actually will. But, you know. I'd be I'd be okay with three and fourteen or something like that. Um, so playoffs, yes, I've got the Niners one, I've got the Eagles two and the Lions three, just like you. I've got Carolina, my South team being the four. Uh, so I have I have Carolina Dallas and the four or five. I have Carolina beating Dallas. I have Detroit versus the Rams, which for storyline purposes, Detroit looking for its first playoff win in three decades having to do it against Matt Stafford, their former franchise quarterback. They don't do it. The Rams upset Detroit. Stafford gives a little bit of heartache to the Detroit fans. Rams upset. And then I have Philly over the Bears. Bears are my seventh seed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leaves me with the Rams going to the Niners, just like you have an a- NFC West second round. That's where the Rams train ends. Niners beat them. Uh, Sh- Shanahan owns McVay, except for that one NFC title game. He continues to. Um, so they win. I've got Philly over Carolina. So just like you, I have San Francisco Philly in the NFC title game at San Francisco this time. And just like you, I have San Francisco winning. So I have 49ers as well facing the AFC's champ. We just have different AFC's champs. And then I am going to take the Buffalo Bills to win the Super okay. Bowl. I like it. I like it. Well, uh, just like you, I'm taking the AFC East champions. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins as the Super Bowl champions. I love it. So I think that may lead to us both having the same coach of the year, which is Mike McDaniel for me. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I would say that, yeah. I mean, I've got him winning the division. Um, I'm looking real quick. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, you could, you could see Dan Mike Campbell. Wright. Yeah. You I said you could see Dan Campbell. Also, I was going to say that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of looking at my like surprise playoff teams. And since I have Carolina winning that division, but, but I've got them winning that division at probably like nine or 10 wins, not necessarily having like a, you know, 12, 13 win season. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm good with Mike McDaniel. I, I could say that I didn't, I didn't form a coach of the year pick, but I'll take that. Uh, and then obviously we both have Bijan offensive rookie of the year. Yes. Do you have a defensive rookie of the year pick? And did he play uh, yeah. at Alabama? Go ahead. What, I was going to say, say, and did he play at Alabama? No. Oh. He played for Alabama's uh, somewhat rival in the SEC. I'm going to go Jalen Carter for the Philadelphia Eagles. That is an interesting choice. Um, you got he, Will Anderson, I assume? I do. Um, thought about that. That's, it, I mean, <laughs> that's a... It's a logical pick. I'm not going to say anything else. Like, it, yeah. you know, I think he's gonna he's gonna put up a lot of numbers. He's good. You know, he's gonna get plenty. But the Jalen Carter, I, the hesitancy there is that they have such a deep defensive line that I don't know if you if he gets enough snaps to get the notoriety. But I, I just I think you know I like what I see. He probably maybe easily could have been the number one pick if not for the off the field stuff. Well, and I, I see think he's that, in a good spot there. That to me is the question of will he get the votes will they and that's true not want I mean, him you know 
not want it's that possible. discussion. <laughs> it, it, and it is possible. I mean, I, you know, it depends, you know, but I like, I just, I think he's going to be kind of a, a big time impact guy. He's not maybe, he might play less than 50% of the snaps, but he's going to have some, some significant sack numbers as an interior lineman. And I think the Eagles are going to be really good. So he'll get enough notice for it. Yeah. Um, okay. And then are we, ready to, are we ready to pick MVP? Are we ready to yeah. put the black, black curse on somebody? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to do it. I, uh, I think it's going to be a quarterback because it's always a quarterback. So I, I'm yeah. taking Josh Allen. Okay. Well, you know, I won't do that to Josh Allen cause I like him. Uh, I try to find somebody that I either don't like or just kind of ambivalent. I went with ambivalent this year. I'm going to go Joe Burrow. Okay. I have the Bengals as the number one seed. I know he's coming into the year injured, but looks like he's going to play week one. So didn't scare me off. So I'm going to, I'm going to take Burrow. And if I curse him, okay, I can live with it. <laughs> Fair enough. I sure. mean, I've cursed a lot of people. I picked Tom Brady last year and he had his worst year as a pro. Okay. So my, my MVP curse knows no limits. I, Hey, I support it. I support you. Uh, I could have picked Aaron Rodgers for you, yeah. but I don't have him making the playoffs. So I, I didn't think that made sense. He's not going to win MVP if they miss the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think it'll be Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I don't either. I don't either. I'm Dude. hoping that they you know, miss the playoffs and that the Packers wind up with a couple of picks in the top 20 since I have them missing the playoffs too. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. They get a first rounder if he – is that the 65%? Yeah. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, and I'm wondering, and I'm being serious. If you are the Jets and it's a kneel down situation, do you just run in your backup to take the knee to save yourself that one snap on the I off mean, chance that he gets hurt? I could see it. I could see it early in the year, I guess. Yeah. Um, but 65% is not a very high bar. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it'd be different if it was 85 then it's like, well, all right, hey, maybe you know, maybe if we're out of it, he doesn't play the last two weeks, and uh, okay, yeah, we can make this work. But I mean, sixty-five percent is what roughly, roughly twelve games, probably, yeah. maybe not even that. Yeah. Um, you know, if he takes every snap, obviously, which mm-hmm. you know, so I kind of feel like they know they're going to give up a first round unless he gets hurt early in the year, and it's like, well, okay, you know, we'll we'll make do with Zach Wilson, and we'll get our first round pick back. Um. It's, is it a second rounder if it's less than that? Yeah. Is that what it was? That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still, it's, I mean, if you're the Jets, you're hoping, hey, you know, we, we have a great year. We don't worry about it. And we give up the, you know, 30th or 31st or 32nd pick. We'll be fine with that. I don't think they do that, but that's got to be their mentality, I would assume. Yeah. I, I agree. So we'll see. We'll see. But it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. Get started here in, in just a little over 72 hours with the, with the Detroit Lions, who would have guessed that yeah. on on opening night? Uh, I like that they were given that spot. I'm anxious to see how they hold up in the moment. Well, we'll be back to talk about NFL and the ASU Oklahoma State game. Uh, until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. <laughs>